Greetings and welcome to another episode of Challenge the Norm. Today I will be highlighting to you the notion or the idea that the Lord has been speaking into my life and speaking to me about is the topic when the devil washes the dishes, your plates will remain dirty. Let us engage in a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to share this word with many. I pray that your spirit will touch us, liberate us, help us to see the vials and the schemes of the enemy, help us to walk by faith and not by sight, help us to fight the principalities and the powers and the rulers of darkness and spiritual forces, O oh Lord, and bring them under subjection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for anyone that is about to hear what your spirit is saying to them, that it will change them, transform them, lead them to the cross, Lead them to the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lead them towards repentance. Let your kindness lead them towards repentance. Let it not be about this podcast and about me, but let it be all about you. You get the glory. When you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So the notion when the devil washes the dishes, your plates will remain dirty. The notion here that is attached to that is you cannot trust the enemy of our souls with even a simple task of him cleaning your kitchen. We cannot allow the enemy to come into our lives and in our marriages and into the lives of our children even a little bit. We cannot afford the opportunity to, for him to come in to mislead us. We cannot trust him in the Garden of Eden when he misled Eve to eat from the fruit. We cannot trust him with Solomon, the wise one, who in the end of his tenor or his reign, he had 700 wives and 300 concubines, over a thousand, and they turned his heart away from the Lord. We cannot trust him with Samson, who was involved with the Delilah and of all of this. And we cannot even trust him with Ahab, because we see that a Jezebel will be evident there. We cannot even trust him in the mere fact that he is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But why do we allow the enemy to be projected through our TV screens in series called Lucifer? Why do we allow the enemy to be in our song list with, filled with secular songs of filth and of garbage that is not affiliated to worship? When the devil washes the dishes, your plates, your cups, your cutlery will remain dirty. When you give him a foothold in your life, you cannot even trust him with a simple task. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist him and he will flee from you. I am reminded by one of the judges in Judges 11 verse 30 to, th uh, 30 to 34. Listen to what happens to this man. This man was Jephthah. Jephthah led the Israelites in a battle against the Ammonites. And in exchange for this, look what he did. Look what this man has done. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If you shall without fail deliver the children of Ammon into my hands, then it shall be whatsoever come forth out of the doors of my house to meet me. When I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it for a burnt offering. So he said the first thing that meets him by the door when he is about to enter, he will offer that as a sacrifice unto the Lord. This is what this, this, this man Jephthah had said. 
And Ecclesiastes 5 verse 5 says, better it is that you should not vow and that you should pay the vow and not pay it. So it's better if you do not vow at all. But you see, sometimes the flesh and the enemy will creep into our minds and we will do a vow. And look what happened to Jephthah. His daughter met him. His daughter met him when she came out of the, be the first one to meet him and he slaughtered his own daughter. Uh, was God pleased with it? No. The Bible records in, in Judges that there was no king in Israel and everyone did according to what they did was, was right in their own eyes. So many a times we, we, we do a vow that we do and we declare an oath and we say we will do this. If this happens, then I will do this. And if this happen, I will do this. You, you make a solemn promise to an idea and to a notion many a times that God is not even pleased with. But when the devil washes the dishes in our house, our plates remains dirty. We allow the enemy too much foothold in our lives. We allow the enemy too much authority in our lives. The Bible says that I have given you all the power over all the works of the enemy and nothing shall harm you. We allow the enemy to feed us with fear. We allow the enemy of our souls to deceive us. We allow him. You, 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 cannot, you cannot be a believer, a, a Bible-believing believer, and you still listen to preachings of the Benny Hints, of the Creflo Dollars, of the T.D. Jakes, of the Sarah Jakes, of the Joyce Mayers, of the, of the Joe Olsteins that are filled with garbage and false doctrine. You are allowing the enemy to do the dishes and the laundry in your house and know for sure that things will remain dirty. There can be soap everywhere. It can look like he's using sunlight and omo in your house, but it will remain dirty because the things that he's using and the schemes that he's using, it seems right in their own eyes, but there was no king. Hey, when the king rules in your house, why is the enemy doing the dishes in your kitchen? When the king rules, why is Netflix projecting things of swearing and things that are not pleasing in the sight of God? Why, when the king is in your house, your playlist is still in the secular world? Why, if the king is in the house, you speak like the world, you think like the world? The Bible says, do not be conformed to the standards or the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why are you still fearing? Why are you still faithless? Why are you still without hope? Why are you carrying your own burdens? Why are you heavily laden? Why is your soul downcast when you have a king that is ruling in your house? Now, when the devil washes the dishes in your house, this is the potential of what will happen to you. 2 Samuel 11, verse 3 to 17. The Bible says, And David sent and inquired after the woman, and one said, This is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. And David sent messages and took her, and she came unto him, and she lay with him, and she was purified from uncleanness, and returned unto her house. And the woman conceived and sent and sent to David, I am a child. Whew. So here it comes into play, David is committing adultery. And this woman is pregnant. David said to Joab, saying, Send Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah the Hittite to David. And Uriah was come unto him. David demanded of him how Joab did and how the people did and how the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, Go down to your house, wash your feet. And Uriah departed of the king's house. And there followed him a mess of meat from the king. So now what is happening here? 
David is a man after God's heart. Yes, he made a mistake and I understand it. But I want you to show something here explicitly. At this point in David's life, Uriah was his enemy. At this point in David's life, he was the enemy of Uriah. At this point in David's life, David are planning to kill this man. In this point in David's life, David has become an enemy to an innocent man. In this point in David's life, David is holding a farewell party, a, 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 a pre-burial party for this man. When the devil washes the dishes in your kitchen, your plates and your cups will remain dirty. And David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. And Uriah parted out the king's house and followed him a mess of meat from the king. And Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord and went not down to his house. Listen to this. And when they told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Come you, to, to, come you not from your journey? When did, why did you not go down to your house? And Uriah said unto David, The ark and the Lord and Judah abide in tents. And my lord, Joab, and the servants of the Lord, I encamped in open fields. Shall I then go into my house and eat and drink and lie with my wife? As my soul lives, I will not do this. Listen to this now. And when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him and made him drunk. And at evening he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his Lord and went not to his house. This man refused to go to his house. Look at what David did. Look at what David did now. David sent out a letter now to Joab saying that this man, that is coming to you, you must put him in the front line so that he can die. And David gave him a letter, a letter David gave unto him with his own death certificate in it. I don't know who you are surrounding yourself with at this moment, but there are some things in your life that are sending you with your own death certificate to a situation that you should come out alive. I'm here to tell you that the enemy is sending a letter with you with your death certificate on. And if you are not cautious, you will fall into the trap of everyone and going to places that you should not be involved in. Let me tell you this. If Uriah knew what was written in the letter, I do not know if he would have went to the battlefield trusting the enemy of his soul, trusting the man that is plotting his demise. If you know the plans that the enemy and certain spiritual forces have for you, there are some things that you should not watch anymore. There are some things that you should not listen to anymore. There are some things that you should not consume anymore. There are some things that you should not even entertain. There are some people that you should not hang out with anymore. Because if the devil was the dishes in your house, your plates, your cups will remain dirty. He was transporting his own death certificate. He was the transporter of his own liability. Look at this. When people buy cigarettes in the store, on that packet of cigarettes, what is written there? Danger. Smoking causes lung cancer. Danger. Smoking causes this. They, 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 they are transporting their own death certificate with them and they are still consuming it. I'm here to tell you today, open up your eyes. 
there are some forces out there that is trying to destroy your marriage. There are some forces out there that is trying to destroy your children. There are some forces out there that is trying to destroy the purpose that God has for your life. Open up your eyes. You cannot sit with the same circle of people that you are sitting with. You cannot engage with the same things that the worldly people are engaged with because the one that is smiling with you is sending you with your own death certificate. Turn to the Lord. The Bible said, blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. I'm here to tell you, stop entertaining those ones who are sending you out with your own death certificate. Open up that message. Look at that message that they are actually sending you with that you can escape a premature death before your purposes is revealed. The Lord is trying to wake us up. There are some things that we should recalibrate in our lives. We, 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 we cannot simply go with the flow. We should stand out tall for the Lord and we should defend the faith that was once delivered unto us. My last point. So Jesus comes to the, the place of the uh, gatherings and then immediately when he came out of them, a man met him and he runs to him from the tomb. Right, this man is running towards him. This man is demon-possessed with a legion of demons. He runs to Jesus and he said, uh, so, so what happens now? These demons are crying out. Right, they are crying out, and 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 they said, "What have we to do?" This is in Mark chapter five. If you can read it from, I'm reading from verse seven. And he cried with a loud voice and said, "What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God, but you do not torment me." For he said unto him, "Come out of the man, you unclean spirit." And he asked him, "What is your name?" And he said, "My name is Legion, for we are many." And now listen to verse ten. What the demons are asking him not to do. The demons. I ask him, verse 10, and he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. So the demons do not want to be sent out of the country. They want to remain in that country. So they don't want to be sent out into the country. So Jesus cast out the demons into the pigs. The pigs fall into the water and what they drown. And look at verse 17. I want to read to you a contrast what is reading in verse 17. So when the other people saw what was happening, listen to what they did. Verse 17 says, and they, be, and they that saw it, verse 16, so it told them how it befell to them that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. Hey, the demons are asking Jesus, let us stay here in this country. The people are asking Jesus, please move away out of our country. The demon says that we want to stay here. And, they, and the people of that nation says to Jesus, Jesus, you are not welcome here. We don't want you to stay here. Be careful when you evict the king out of your coast. Be careful when you evict the word of God out of your house. Be careful when you evict prayer out of your life. Be careful when you push aside worship out of your daily routine. Be careful when praise 
is not on the forefront of your mind. Be careful when you do not honor the king and you send him out of your country. You send him out of your little kingdom. When you send him out of your kingdom, who remains behind? The ones who asked, do not send us out of this country because they want to do the dishes in your kitchen. They want to do the laundry in your laundry room. They want to destroy you and kill you. When the devil washes the dishes, your plates will remain dirty. When you are filled with excuses daily, how you cannot serve the Lord, how you cannot evangelize, how you cannot tell people about the goodness of the Lord, how, 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 how you want to be secular on the one side and a believer on the other side. When you've got all those excuses, then someone is washing the dishes in your kitchen. And let me tell you, the king of kings is not the one washing the dishes in your kitchen. But there's someone washing the dishes there. And he leaves behind a residue. He leaves behind some dirt. And when you eat out of that plate, your whole spirituality is contaminated. The Bible says in Jude 1 verse 20, and I conclude with this, but he, beloved, build yourself up on your most holy faith. Build yourself up in, the, in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. I'm here to encourage you today. Have a standard of holiness that cannot be shaken. Have a standard of faith that cannot be shaken. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Be moved with prayer. And you, if you are an individual that do not know the Lord as personal Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you today. Repent. Follow the Lord. The Bible says that the goodness of the Lord leads to repentance. I am here to tell you today that you can denounce your sin. You can confess it and denounce it. You can come to him, you can call out to him and you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that he has risen from the dead and you shall be saved. Leave your old life behind and evict the enemy out of your kitchen. Resist the devil out of your mind. Resist his fear out of your mind. Stand out tall and tread on snakes and scorpions and it will not harm you. Save others with fear and pull them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. And I want to encourage you, live with purpose. Live with purpose. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you.
I pray that this word touched your heart today and strengthened you in days to come. May the Lord anoint you and appoint you. May he make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May you discern which spirit is trying to derail the plans of God over your life. May you stand out tall and say, Lord, I am here on my knees falling down and worshipping you. You are all that we need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Join me for another episode again of Challenge the Norm.